You ever feel like you're acting like a dad instead of being a dad? I've been stuck in pretending to be a good dad instead of just being the dad who I am. So here's the big question. How can us dads, fathers, how can we pursue our calling, our big dream, while being available with our kids, being loving to our wives, leaders at work, keeping fit spiritually and physically, while living in this insane world? That is the question, and this podcast has the answer. If you were to ask me, hey, how are things going? My wife is amazing. She's making a great recovery. My job is good and and my boy is healthy. I have nothing to complain about. Here's the reality. I'm scared my wife is going to lose respect for me because I hate my job, but I'm not taking the steps that I need to to find the solution either getting a new job or starting my own business. And I don't know the right action to take. And we talk about it. And I just am so scared of getting found out and being this loser, this imposter, this person that that she married that isn't good enough. I hate my job and I've been here for seven years. I was getting together with a friend. He was helping me with my resume and just asked me the question, hey, give me some, some detailed examples of companies that you've helped or clients that you've helped and how that looks like so we can put it on your resume. Because I didn't know how to answer the question, I put on my actor dad face and said, yeah, I'll get right to you. I'm going to get that information for you. What was really happening, what I really told myself was, I have no idea what client I've helped. I haven't been keeping track of those details. And I don't know how to ask the client within my company without seeming suspicious. I'm scared. And I feel like I have no idea how to keep track of my career and what has happened in the last seven years. I have my boy who's really healthy. He's hitting all his metrics of when we went to the doctor. He's happy and he's growing. And thank God he's not sick. But I have this weight because... I'm scared since I'm not pursuing my goals, my dreams, that he's going to be affected by that. So when I tell him, hey, I want you to try your best. Hey, I want you to pursue your dreams. What if he asks me, well, are you doing that? Why can't I settle? Because you settle every day. There's another voice, and that other voice tells me, Johan, make a gratitude list. Shut up and just take the actions. Here's the problem, at least for me. 
I can take those actions, but if I'm doing it in isolation, there's that voice inside of me that tells me, why are you even trying? Look at you. You've been in this job for seven years. You think you're going to get out now? Put on a smile. Shut up. Keep it down. And just try to figure it out without letting other people know that you're scared, that you're suffering, and keep doing that until you come out to the other end. When I have friends, when I have people around me that, that are telling me like, hey man, the first three months are hard, reach out, don't isolate. I'm just doing this people-pleasing lie, like, hey, everything's good. Yeah, I miss you. Definitely got to catch up. I'll text you. And I understand that this is a busy time. But at least for me, for this dad, I'm going to have lasting effects way beyond what I, what I hope for. Because at least for me, I've never found the solution by bottling it up, by sucking it up and just pushing through and putting a smile and saying everything's okay. That's temporary, but there's always lasting effects. Either I'll gain 20 pounds, I start telling these white lies. I start saying everything's okay. And yeah, a stranger doesn't need to know the ins and outs of what's happening, but there are other guys in my life that I've invested in a relationship with, that they really are my friends. And I can't just give them the white lie. I can't say, hey, everything's okay. Nothing's wrong. I'm grateful. My wife is good. My job is good, secure, and my baby's healthy. I can't say that answer anymore because what's happening is this pressure is building. There's this pressure cooker inside of me and there's no release valve. And I start noticing it when I start being passive aggressive with first my wife. And I'll say something snarky. Being sarcastic is a form of abuse. I know maybe what you're thinking is like, whoa, 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 Johan. That's the only way I can be funny. Got it. But being funny at someone else's expense by putting them down. Then. That's not the person I want to be. It is there is an underlying issue. The people I love start saying like, dude, what's your problem? And and right away, again, I put up the wall. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't know that was gonna offend you. Oh, oh no, everything's fine. Oh, I'll 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 just I'll just go underwater again and hold my breath. I won't talk about how I'm scared. I won't talk about how this is feeling like groundhog day and I don't know the way out. And then and then the binging starts happening. Drinking was my way out. Drinking was the way that even though I probably didn't want to drink too much, when the pressure was building, this was my outlet. This was, I just need to bring down the noise. I just need it to stop. I just need to relax. But the there's nothing relaxing about 
numbing, distracting when the real problem is still there, when I'm not addressing the issue. I'm just delaying. I'm kicking the can down the road. And today, it it looks like binge eating or not eating what I how I want to eat. I have an idea of how I want to eat. I want to periodically fast in the morning. I want to start my meal with high protein at lunch. And I want to try not to eat that many carbs. And maybe one dessert. When the pressure builds, I'll have, I'll snack all day. I have no control of what I'm eating. And I think I'll do some periodic fasting, but then I find myself eating cereal twice. And, and at the end of the day, I look back and instead of having grace on myself and being like, Hey man, just put it on paper and try it better the next day. I just think, man, you're never going to get this. You're going to keep putting on weight. You're going to be just like your dad. Actually, you're going to be worse. And then I start lashing out as well in traffic. I start screaming at people, lowering my window and cussing the guy out because he's not driving how I think he should be driving. I know what's happening here. And the crazy thing is that I know the solution too. And what do I need to do? I need to reach out. And I haven't. And even when I reach out, I have had conversations, but, but I'm, I'm having these surface conversations. These, hey, I'm not going to let you in. And I'm, and I'm just going through the basics that I just told you. Wife's okay. Grateful. Uh, a healthy baby. Yeah, I'm not liking my job, but, but I'm working on it. Oh, what are you working on? Oh, I'm working on my LinkedIn and my resume. My buddy who was helping me with my resume, I haven't talked to him in two weeks because I, I, I don't have the answer. And I haven't found a way to tell him like, hey, man, <laughs> I'm stuck. And I don't know how to give you the answer. And I don't know how to go about it at work. And this, you asking me that actually caused more fear. Because I'm not being honest. And when I'm not being honest, I start putting, turning up the heat on that pressure cooker that has no release valve. So what's my release valve? And so I need to reach out to a brother, preferably another dad who's gone through what I've been through and has a solution. Someone that's tight-lipped, that isn't going to be affected by real talk. I need to find a tribe. I need to find... That group of men that I'm pushing forward with, that I'm accountable to, I love and hate the word accountability. I hate it because I just want to be left alone sometimes. I just want to stop working on myself, but it doesn't stop. I'm not going to hold my breath all the way to when things are okay. And then just let loose. That's not living for me. I've done that before and I know where it got me. And I was drinking every single day. Trying 
and hoping to find the solution at the bottom of a bottle. And I don't, I don't want to go back there. I promised my wife I wouldn't go back there. But I, here's what I do know. My nature doesn't care about promises if left unchecked. I got so much more to lose now. And I'm not saying this to stress myself out. I'm saying this because I need to take the right actions. So reaching out to a brother, a friend that I know can listen to me. Finding out, seeking out a tribe. A group of guys, man. A group of guys that are willing to do the hard work. One person that I can say all the baggage that I'm pushing down without having to architect the story, without having to think, if I tell him that, then he's going to judge me. If I tell him that, then he's going to go to my wife or he's going to tell his wife. Like that can't be an underlying thought for me. That can't be in the back of my mind. What do some of these people look like? Maybe it's a psychologist. Maybe it's a pastor or someone in the church that has a role for this. Maybe it's that friend unassociated to my family, or at least I know can keep a secret and going over what's going on and going over the stuff in my past that I used to cope with. And doing that inventory of the stuff that I think is affecting me and bringing it to light. Brene Brown talks about when you bring the stuff to light, it's like the Gremlins movie. As soon as you bring it to light, they all destroy and disappear. But when I'm keeping it in the dark, they're just getting stronger and bigger and multiplying and it's reeking havoc. So I want the solution. I want the better way. It's freaking hard. Yeah, it's tough. But I'm failing forward. But I'm taking humble failing forward actions like this video. Can you see the background? There's books and it's just a mess back there. I need to clean it up though. For for those of you who are listening, I have all this like electric equipment or these lights for, for the podcast, microphones, books, but it's on the bed. Every time I look at it, I think I got to pick this up. It looks like a mess. Every time my wife sees it, she's so amazing. She just says, hey, you got a lot of stuff there that's been there for a few days. You know, she's just loving me through something so simple. This mess has been here for weeks. This is this is the 
the pressure cooker stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll take care of it. I got to stop lying. Schedule it, Johan. Dude, I'm going to schedule picking up my bed. Yeah. That's what I got to do. I don't know if you got to do that, but I got to. I got to schedule picking up my office. Not because I'm trying to act like a dad who has it all together, but because that's who I want to be. And it's ugly actions. Des undesirable actions, hard actions, boring actions. I'm not going to think my way into the right actions. I'm going to act my way into the right thinking. So, this is my confession. <laughs> this is my confession. That a lot of the times I'm the actor dad who's trying to look like I have it together. When I just need to be the dad who doesn't have it together. Who's taking the actions daily to just get better. That's who I am. And I'm going to keep trying. I'm getting accountable with you guys, and I'll report back. Thanks for listening. Have an honest day. <laughs>